Everything else in the whole world just stopped, and it was only her body and the music, and when she got something just right, it felt like the purest kind of perfection. But Maddie always looked at her as if she was crazy. Tash would miss Maddie loads while she was away at school, but she knew that the girls in her class at Aurora House would understand all the things her friends at home hadn't. Tash had auditioned for a few full-time ballet schools, but Aurora House was the one she desperately wanted. Her favourite ballet company was City Ballet. She had a book all about the company's biggest stars, and she'd spent hours watching video clips of them dancing. One of the company's original stars was Abigail Hartley. She danced the leading role in every ballet they performed, and she'd been especially famous for the Sleeping Beauty. When she retired in 1965, she'd started Aurora House Ballet School so that she could pass on everything she knew to the next generation of dancers. And all Tash wanted was to learn to dance like her. Abigail Hartley was 85 now, so the school was run by the head teacher, another retired city ballet dancer, James Watkins. Mr. Watkins had been at Tash's audition. She remembered the day so clearly, how his stern face had made her feel a bit afraid of him as she stood in front of the panel of teachers in her plum-coloured leotard, her candidate number 104 pinned on the front and back. But despite her nerves, she'd felt thrilled too. She almost hadn't been able to believe it was really happening, She'd watched the famous James Watkins dancing so many times in YouTube videos and on some of her DVDs, and now he was sitting there watching her dance. The audition had taken place in a big studio at the school, which had felt very far away from the church hall and the portable bar Tash was used to for ballet classes. This studio felt serious and professional, Dancers who came here meant to do ballet for a career. Looking around her, Tash had seen that there were a lot of girls her age who wanted that. Everyone looked determined to get a place at the school, and only twelve of them would. The tension filled the studio as they all stood still, trying not to let their fear escape in nervous little movements. Finally, one of the teachers began to lead them through the steps they needed to demonstrate. They danced through most of the exercises together, only splitting into smaller groups when they came to the sequences in the centre. The first sequence was a slow, graceful exercise of chassés, arabesques and lovely arm movements, and as Tash was in the second group she got a chance to watch some of her competition before it was her turn. She saw straight away that most of the dancers were as good as she was, Tash needed a full scholarship to the school. To get it, she would have to dance better than she'd ever danced before. When her turn came, she stepped into her place in the centre of the middle row and began to dance. The combination wasn't difficult, but making it absolutely perfect while also smiling and trying to make it look easy was hard. Luckily, Smiling while dancing came naturally to Tash, and halfway through the sequence she realised that she was actually enjoying herself.
After that, the rest of the audition went very fast. Tash did a simple pirouettes exercise, some small bouncy jumps on the spot, and an exhilarating routine of bigger leaps travelling across the room. Then she had to have a physical check with the school doctor, who prodded her feet and measured how tall she was, and finally she had an interview with the panel of judges. This was even scarier than the dance part of the audition, and she remembered it vividly. Why do you want to be a dancer? Mr. Watkins had asked. When I dance, Tash began hesitantly, there's nothing except the music and the feeling of my body stretching and working. When I get the steps exactly right, I feel like I could do anything in the world. And when I watch a really great dancer like Tamara Rojo at English National Ballet...